just had our G little heat. Well, my G little, your yeah, your my little. little here. We were excited to like spend the day with her, spend some time with her, maybe get her on the podcast. Yeah, but so you guys could hear her. My baby girl has two jobs, she's so working. she's a working girl. Getting that bread, get yeah, that dude. head, get that bread. She's not here with us today, but. As it's I fine. work from home and don't have a job right now, we're like, look at her. She's just she's doing So I was talking to you earlier about, oh, God, I feel like I've ranted forever. I really did fucking rant forever. It was about, like, an hour. It was an hour of <laughs> ranting, and I'm like, great, she's going to have to rehear all of this. But I'll make it super short. So one thing I was talking to Tori about what I did yesterday was I actually came across Hillary Clinton's biography on Hulu. I believe it's about like seven episodes or something like that. It's four hours long in total. So it just goes over how she started as a kid and how she grew up in the political realm being a woman. I'm gonna be honest, like when my boyfriend first asked if we wanted to watch it, the first thing I said was, ugh, no. And then I sat there for a second and I said, why did I say that? Why did I think that? You know, and what's important about understanding both sides and picking a side is really educating yourself on the platforms because the amount of people I have seen on my Facebook sharing fake news, fake articles, things that are taken out of context is just insane to me. It hurts my heart because I feel like everyone has an agenda nowadays, especially with the race coming up in November, you know, mm-hmm. the elections. There's a lot going on, a lot of tensions are high, and then adding coronavirus into all of this, it's just, it's very toxic. So it's easy to get swept up in not really understanding the truth and um, becoming emotionally intelligent because that's what you need to, to make decisions, you know? It was four hours, I was up till four in the morning, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> it debunks a lot of the things that I hear people talk about. And I was telling Tori that it entirely changed my outlook of what I want to do and what I want to steer my career towards because women rights, just because they're different and they have evolved since, you know, back in the day, like it is still, still a very adamant and prominent issue especially in government, there are way less women officials than there are men. And, Mm -hmm. you know, with that comes agenda and opinion. And that's how policy gets made. And, you know, you can't have a bunch of fucking males making policy for everyone when you don't have an equal representation. I think if you are truly into politics and, and policy and education, that you will look at this documentary because it opened my eyes to just politics and the way the government works. Not even about you know, tr- uh, Hillary left, versus right, Trump, anything. left, right, not even about that. It's It was specifically about policy, education, and facts. I'm really proud to be a woman, and, and I want to keep fighting for us. And that's why we're doing things like this podcast, too, man. Our voices are being heard. I don't want this episode to be like, fuck men, but like... I also would like to talk about how we, the Bullshit Squad, predicted Kanye and his giant Yeah, so follow up on last episode, Kim and Kanye, they're going through some shit. Remember, I talked about it, I said the Kardashians are not going to like it because he's Mm going to say things that they don't want getting out, and he fucking did. He talked about, you know, Kim and the abortion that almost happened, and government wanting to put chips in his his head, and then he ends, like, crying, like, he he ended up, like, breaking down. Yeah, breakdown, yeah. Mm -hmm. That was absolutely crazy. actually had an interview, I think it was with David Letterman a couple years ago, and he talks about his bipolar disorder, and he he mentions that when he doesn't take his medication, he starts thinking things and believing people are chasing him. He feels like the government, you know, is out to get him, and they're putting chips in his brain, and during this rally he talks about the government putting chips in his brain and then he mentions how he hasn't been taking his medication and mm-hmm. so if you're staying on top of these things you're seeing a correlation 
with it and you're understanding that like he's not crazy like he's actually just mentally unstable right now you know yeah what I mean? he's just not with it mm-hmm. and even kim talks about when you're yeah. an adult you can't force somebody um, to take medication she was talking about how they've both been helping him and dealing with him mm-hmm. figuring out what works for him she would never divorce him i mean i know she's super religious i don't think she would I don't think she would. I, I think it's the religious shot. aspect, and I think it's just the, her ego and everything yeah. that she's built so far with Like, him. they've come this far. I feel like she's she's more of, I want to help him. I don't want this episode to be like, fuck men, but like, I think it's fuck men, that, kind of. Sometimes we need to fucking wake people up. Because and it pisses me off. When guys try to get their point across, they think yelling, raising their voice, just being a bigger body their way of winning like that's how they know that people are listening to them because they're getting loud because they're all up in your face because they're getting big with you no it's insane that's not how it does just because you're louder doesn't mean it makes fucking sense or that it's right people are gonna say shit people are gonna say shit about our podcast people are gonna say no matter what you do someone's gonna say shit always someone's gonna say our podcast is stupid someone's gonna say we talk about dumb things somebody's gonna say whatever but at the end of the day we're doing it we're making Mm -hmm. a difference and we're going out and we're creating content and we're advocating for things that not a lot of people would advocate for sometimes we talk about drinking fucking mango white claws and sometimes (laughs) we talk about fighting for the people who don't have a voice and i think that's what's so important about having freedom of speech you know especially in fucking america have you ever been to like a a woman's empowerment rally have you ever done any mm-hmm. of those i want to i you have to go the next time i, I go. don't know if i should put this on podcast okay so i went to a catholic school this is the only reason why i did this it was for extra credit i had to go to an anti-abortion protest it was horrible wait yeah that is a hot topic we need to discuss <laughs> <laughs> you just said your catholic school yeah made you forced you it was i got offered 12 extra credit points 12 extra Bitch, I would get half of an extra credit point for filling out, like, a packet in my history oh, class. yeah, no. Twelve points. Of course you yes. guys are going to go. Yeah. Like, the whole class went. Let's talk about brainwashing mm-hmm. from a young age. Mm-hmm. I was a sophomore, I think, in high school. Where was it? I think it was in either it was Maryland, I believe. Because we had to take a train. Wow, you guys did a whole ass fucking... It was a whole fucking trip. You know why? Yeah. Because I'm sure there wasn't any local around us. Fuck because no. they really don't exist much. No. <laughs> That's crazy. How no, was it? Yeah. What was the experience? It was weird. They had, oh my God, it was fucking kind of disturbing. My little like 15 year old ass had like no fucking sense of what was going of on in course. the world. And there, we got to this one point. It was towards the end of the march. There was like a stage and they had videos, people killing babies. There was actually a lot of people. There was other kids my age. I can tell it was classes. I was priests and other nuns and. That is yeah. terrible. It was weird. I've never seen an abortion like happen and just to have it all up on huge screens on a mm-hmm. stage and this woman talking about how that's not right how that's not good like you mm-hmm. don't do this like this is a sin god hates that blah 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 mm-hmm. blah and i still fucking had no idea what i thought about religion i was mm-hmm. like i don't know if this is true is this science is that fuck that mm-hmm. like i don't know and so i think it was really kind of confusing holy fraud about that yeah <laughs> So, my brother, he recently bought a face mask. It says Black Lives Matter on it. My parents had no idea that he bought it. And my parents are very, not conservative, but like, keep your shit to yourself, you mm-hmm. know? So, and my brother's not like that at all. He mm-hmm. likes to just like express. That's that goes with the generation. Yeah, that's what I think yeah. so, too. So, he was on his lunch break for work and he went to Wawa. So, what happened when he went to the Wawa? He. Had his mask on, obviously, and the cashier refused to serve him. 
And Devin was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just trying to buy, like, my sandwich. What do you mean you're not going to serve me? He's like, yeah, no, like, I'm not going to serve you with that face mask So he was the cashier. Your brother went up to buy a sandwich. He went to go pay. Didn't say anything to the cashier. No, he didn't. He was just minding his business. He's a nice guy. He's not going to start shit. No, I've met her brother. Her brother's a, a gentle giant. Exactly. And so he was giving all these problems. And obviously, Devin wasn't going to just sit there and be like, okay, you're not going to serve me. Okay. He was trying to stand his ground, not be dick or anything, just defend himself. And so I think the manager got him another cashier that would serve him or whatever but then he called my mom about it afterwards because he was very heated about it obviously did he tell you if the manager apologized or he just said he just gave him a new server he didn't tell me so i don't know i mean i would assume so because you're a manager like that's what you were supposed to do yeah but so my mom was on Devin's side. She's like, yeah, you just got to deal with it. We know it's going to happen. Yeah. We live in America. Sorry it happened to you, whatever. Mm-hmm. Me and her obviously knew it's not his fault at all. He was just living his life. And this guy was just ignorant and an asshole. But my dad, on the other hand, not to like talk shit on my parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, they don't listen to this. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so he put all the blame on my brother, which really like pissing me off disheartening yeah it's your fucking son and you're gonna tell him like it's your fault he thinks was like oh since whatever you believe is on your person you're instigating it Mm -hmm. you asked for this you started shit and he Mm -hmm. didn't start anything everyone has their own opinion yes that guy had the guy had the right not to want to serve him because you're in fucking customer service Mm -hmm. that's your fucking job you Mm -hmm. can't not serve him i'm also very upset with wawa because i know wawa did recently like released a statement saying that they are inclusive and there was an issue before with co-worker wearing a black lives matter mask actually just like your brother did and he got fired this was months ago and then mm-hmm. he talked to the media and made a big fuss about it and while i realized like fuck like we fucked up yeah. have to be inclusive so because of that then they started giving out pins i don't really know if it was genuine part of me feels like it was just a response because yeah it's like, like they, they realized they to. fucked up yeah, yeah but regardless whatever they still you know said that they were advocates they put it out there they still put it out there so it is astonishing to me knowing wawa's values and what they have put out in regards to how they feel that the manager would replace the employee instead of yelling at the employee and you know correcting the employee like that is insane to me and i need to figure out who this person was because i need to like figure out how to fucking get him fired. We're going to start some shit. We're going to yes. cause him to be a Yes, ball. because why is it okay for somebody to walk in with a Confederate flag on their shirt? Exactly. Or no one says anything to them. Black Lives Matter is not a fucking political statement. It's a movement. I understand where your dad's coming from. He grew up, you know, in a different culture, different yeah. environment. He grew up not being able to speak up. Times were very different not that long ago. And that's one thing I learned about watching the Hillary Clinton documentaries. Like, she was discriminated against and terrorized her entire early childhood, teenage, and young adult years because she was a strong woman trying to get into the political fields. No matter how you feel about Hillary, no matter what you think she's done or how she is as a person, those are facts. Those are legitimate facts that have Mm -hmm. happened. So it's like these things are still around and we try to cover them up. And as much as I know your dad said that because he wants to protect him, yeah because i guess in his mind he feels this is going to happen regardless yeah. it's better be yeah i think he was just more scared than scared. anything that's what it is it's absolutely scared because yeah. i'm sure your dad has gone through it you know like yeah. i have spanish family i'm not spanish myself but i was lucky enough to be raised by my sister's side of the family which are all puerto rican and spanish and black and so i was exposed to that culture and the understanding of equality and diversity but not a lot of people are but it's terrible to 
put blame on a victim. We should not victim blame, and that's not with your dad, that's with everyone. That's yeah. the problem. We fucking victim blame. We would rather yell at you for wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt than really understand why we're angry. Why are we actually angry? Like, yeah. Let's get down to the foundation. Stems from racism. So it's unfortunate that we feel like we have to hide our values. We are on the right side of history. Woo! We've officially fucking lost it. Personally, what's going on in the personal life? What's mm, up with nothing. us? Check in. I'm newly single. Yay! <laughs> it's like one of those situations. It's like, yeah, Yay. like I'm happy for you. Like, yeah, yeah fuck it. We're happy. So I'm you know? glad. Yeah, it's just like a new That's transition cool. in life, you know? Yeah. I'm like thankful, not like that it happened. Just gives me time. Because now I'm with my friends more. I communicate with them more than I used to. Like, I'm just really grateful. I've just meeting new people lately, talking to, about different things, two different things. I fucking love it. I'm having fun. Yeah, the best we can be in quarantine right now. Right yeah, now. <laughs> honestly. I mean, fun six feet apart. Six fun, feet apart, but still cool. fun. Shout out to Ariel. Trays by Ariel on Instagram. Not baby Ariel. My Ariel, okay? My little pony. Oh my god. Oh, I was talking about this last night with Leslie and i was on tiktok we discovered that me and leslie's tiktoks are completely different like, we're polar opposites of each other on there the for you page is like yeah different because of what it's you like, watch yeah our algorithms not the same <laughs> but it's cool i sent her a video of hamsters on scooters and <laughs> that's your vibe like and she sent me vibe. she sent me a whole code and i was like oh Okay, cool. So, did you like my hamsters, though? <laughs> no, but it made me thinking. The little hamsters on scooters, like, that's literally Zuzu Pets. The Zuzu toy. Pets. I had them when I was, like, 12. The name sounds familiar. Zuzu Pets. It was orange. Well, I had an orange Weren't one. Weren't they on wheels? And they yeah, just, like, yeah. Like, you roll around like You, like, push hamsters, them back, right? and then let them go, and it's, like, one of those race cars. They uh, zoomed. They I zoomed. I do remember those. So, I had one, and I was telling her about it, and she's, like, yeah, she's, she's never had one. She's, like, what the fuck is that? Like, I thought they were so stupid. I was, like, well, they were the highlight of my childhood, so <laughs> fuck you. Again! Uh, by the way, it was fucking One Direction's 10th anniversary, so, like, are we not gonna talk about that? Like, oh my god. On. Please, please cover that, because I'm not very okay. well-versed on One Direction. Welcome to the One Direction spot, okay? I don't fucking know what to call Here it. Here we are. Here we are. So, there's five of them, obviously. They all said something, except for Zane. Zane was the love of my life. He has always been my favorite. When he left, bitch, don't even get me sorry about when he left. I cried in my room listening to you and I and his high note. That was my whole day. So I was, and who let them decide to break up in the middle of fucking school? Right. It was like 12.30 and I was in class. All the girls, you can see, like, we had our iPads and like, we were just like, <laughs> at the same time, we're all, what the fuck is happening right now? So it was pretty heartbreaking. So what happened to Zane in the whole One Direction story? Because I don't know too much, but he split from them, right? Yeah, so Zane was the first one to go. He started off his solo career. I haven't heard anything recently. Exactly, him. that's the thing. He kind of fell off his wagon. They all like went to solo careers. Harry did the, the only best. successful one is Harry. Yeah, he's so what I really know. After Zane left, I became a Harry girl. And <laughs> I am standing for that man all the way now i'm in love with that man i love the way he dresses oh I my god i just love god. that you know that yes. he is 100 percent him because you know he's always about good vibes always happiness always like, down you need to surround yourself by like good vibes i need people. more harry styles in my we life need, please. we need adventure and sunshine can we feel happiness. like a cloning machine 
And then a bunch of us. Just no, a bunch of hairstyles. Oh yeah, that's you. That's <laughs> fucking narcissistic. <laughs> Yikes. Speaking of that, that's a really good question. Are there anybody could be a musician or artist or literally anybody that you just admire? Why? All my life I've loved Jennifer Lopez. J Lo is my bitch. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. Oh. I read that her and A-Rod are trying to do their own healthcare thing. I could totally see that, yeah. but that would be interesting to see how that comes out. She's been in my dreams so many times. Wow. You're dreaming about like, her fucking, like, yes, woman empowerment. That's so funny. Living. I'm like, this is so funny. She's so amazing. You no, know, I always go on about now. Trevor Noah. And the, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, Trevor Noah. Yeah. <laughs> he, I fucking, first of all, he's super fucking hot, super woke. He, he's a political comedians so he's basically um a news anchor versus like a politician and like, a comedian and all of that in one and oh he this uses, guy yes. he's on snl i do yeah. like him he uses his comedy to actually educate people because he knows people are too stubborn like to he does sit it in like a sarcastic like, mm-hmm. way but like but he's smart and he like knows what he's talking about and i think Mm -hmm. that is so smart tries to make you interested because most people don't want to just be talked to no one wants to just be talked to you know what i mean and then survivor the cast members of survivor those are my celebrities and they're cool because survivor really makes it genuine and they really choose everyday people if you watch a season of survivor like it's never a pretty beautiful mod sometimes they will be one or two but the rest are literally farmers out in oklahoma who are like 60 and real people and they make them compete against each other for a million dollars so like you genuinely see people like real values and character coming out because it's a million fucking dollars it's just so cool and plus it's like it puts you to the test you can't be faked out entire yeah. show like, you, you see these people dude that. you see these people go through mental transitions yeah. physical challenges every single day they go without food for 40 days they have to vote each other out and make alliances like these it's real people throat. it's fucking real this shit's crazy the winners of survivor are my celebrities if a tony or a rob ever walked by you you don't even know whose people are right no nope. bro if they pass me i literally I have a cousin named tony <laughs> <laughs> got any robs yeah yeah all right all right there we go <laughs> i would literally die normally our our music breaks is their sponsor breaks yeah that's a thing yeah you're right that's like their commercial time and the music is our commercial time you're right i didn't think about that because it does completely transition and then they're just like what they talk about peanuts nice salty peanuts Mm -hmm. available on (laughs) peanutsaltypeanuts.com And then they go back to talking about whatever the fuck. And then my ghost yeah. stories come back on, and I'm like, what the fuck? Hello? <laughs> we guys, we have an update on our feet pics, sugar daddy diaries, whatever the fuck. Ooh. So, this man DM'd Ange. And obviously, she passed it on to me because <laughs> that wasn't gonna fly in with her boyfriend. So, we work together, honestly. To, big, big little goals, you know? Yeah. To <laughs> get this man's money. In our pockets, but take all of it. It didn't make his pocket hurt. <laughs> but that did not work. Guys. It didn't it work. Did, it totally backfired. It backfired. We fucked ourselves. Okay. So how? I don't know how he's contacted her. It was Insta DM, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So all of a sudden now she's like download whatsapp you have to talk to him you have to talk i was like what is happening it was so confusing and then he's sending us paragraphs and paragraphs like shakespearean work talking well, about well listen to me this man 
gave us access to his retirement account, his username and password, yeah. like, logging in he to verify that he was real. And normally, we get spam accounts all the time, so we just ignore them. But because this guy let us log into his fucking oh, retirement account. Yeah, so oh, I was like, Tori, talk to this old man, man and, we, you know, oh, do some business weird. here. <laughs> he was a weird dude, to say the least. He had long um, ponytail hair. That's oh all God. you guys need to know. He's and a cat. And a cat. He loved kitties. Did he? Yeah. That's what oh, yeah. Yep. His <laughs> wink, wink. It's not a fucking kitty. He tells me, you're going to be added to my payroll. You're going to get 400 every four days. I was like, oh, payroll. Questionable. Is this a job? Right. So then he asks, originally we declared that Cash App would be the wave for money. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden he asked who we bank with. I was like, what the fuck? And then he asked for our login account. Our like username, password, our account number, writing number, and I was like, it was um, a lot. I don't think you need so that. So at first we try to you know see what's good, and I have an old card, like I have a card that's a prepaid card, so it's not a real bank account, yeah. it's not connected to anything. And, like she cleared everything. So, so like, yeah, so I had like really do ten bucks. I was like, yeah, just give him that just in case and see what happens. And then he was like, no, I need your username and password. And yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, you do not need a username and password and a routing number and an accounting number to get into to send somebody's money. Fuck no. you. So obvious so well not to me at that point yeah. it's like tori keep going yeah she's <laughs> like, like just like, in case mind it she's like just keep asking him like, pull him out like what is he doing i was like, yeah. what the I was fuck? like tori fucking work for it yeah she's like you make him feel like we care i was like <laughs> he's lying to us but anyways so the, the end of the night didn't happen but we were close guys we were getting closer. I can close. feel it. I smell it. We're gonna we're get gonna, this bread. Dude, soon. one day, one day it's gonna work and it's gonna fucking it's gonna work so well and mm-hmm. it's gonna get our bills paid. <laughs> what a fucking story. That was literally yesterday too. Mm-hmm. Literally yesterday. That's also what I did yesterday. So I had that sugar baby. No, I was a sugar baby. Sugar daddy. <laughs> I was a sugar baby. I, I, <laughs> I want to be a cowboy baby. <laughs> We've officially fucking lost it. <laughs> All right. So, what did we learn on this podcast? We learned women are fucking powerful. <laughs> I, I think it's time we shut the fuck up. Yep. Because we're getting okay, getting out of hand. Bye. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>